Oh, 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 it's 
not just about the fact that I could breathe on my own. I woke up this morning, I could stand up on my own two feet. Not only the fact that um, I had some clear use of whatever this is that I call my mind. It's not just the fact that when I got up and walked to the kitchen and Julia was already cooking, and I could smell good food and knew I was going to have something to eat. It wasn't all that. I mean, I appreciate all that, Amen. but it's not just that. It's not the fact that I could go to a closet and decide what I was going to wear. Amen. When I left the house, I looked on the dresser, and a little wallet and a few dollars and change that I could put in my pocket and bring with me on my way to church. Not the fact that there are three cars sitting in the yard. And I could jump in either one of them I want to and go where I want to go. It's all that's good, it's, but it's not just that. Not just the fact that the Lord Jesus got me safely from Seaboard to Garrettsburg, because I hope you all know some folk been killed in those six, seven miles just going back and forth that short distance. It wasn't just that. It wasn't the fact when I pulled up on the churchyard, I, I saw other cars here and brothers and sisters in Christ and I knew somebody else was glad to be in the house of the Lord. All that's important, but it wasn't just that. It's the fact that he saved my soul. I know that no matter what happens to me, when I take my last breath, I know I'm going to go be with him in paradise. That's the most important thing, because you know why? You couldn't do it for me, and I couldn't do it for myself. Only Jesus, only Jesus has saved us. And made us whole. Lord Jesus, we now get ready to hear from me, but it's you. Your words for your people, for those who are visiting. Lord God, use me as you will for your glory. In your name I pray. Amen. Amen. Giving honor to God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Giving honor to uh, the leadership of this church, to the church members, to those who are visiting. Certainly thanking God for my sisters in Christ, um, 
Reverend Brenda Phillips and Reverend Dr. Lofton. Some of you all know that uh, Reverend Lee is recovering from an injury. She broke her ankle, but she's, she's recovering well. Uh, we know Reverend Stevenson's with her husband today, and uh, Reverend Freeman is not with us on this morning, but we thank God for the associate ministers of this church family. We're going to quickly turn to the book of Revelation, chapter 1, verses 9 through 11. Now, this message is centered, again, on the Holy Spirit, but it's not part of the series, Derek. This is, this is just a bonus, if you will. And uh, it's interesting because, like I told you all about the last two or three messages, the Lord has confirmed every Sunday. Last week it was Saturday night and Sunday, and, and, then, and then this morning, it was Sunday morning, I was watching one of the, um, one of the evangelists on television, and, and, and he was talking specifically, not only about the Holy Spirit, but, but right out of where I'm talking from. And then, of course, came to Sunday school this morning, and there was, again, um, talk about the Holy Spirit. So... I know I'm on the, I feel, I'm confident I'm on the right track, but uh, like I said, this is not part of the series, but, but this is a bonus, if you will. So Revelation uh, chapter 1, verses 9 through 11, uh, this is what John, the apostle John, says, beginning at verse 9. I'm going to read it uh, from, the, from the King James first. It says, I, John, who am also your brother and companion in tribulation, and in the kingdom and the patience of Jesus Christ, was in the isle that is called Patmos for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. Verse 10 says, I was in the spirit. Let me say that again. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day and he heard and heard behind me a great voice as of a trumpet. Verse 11 saying, the voice said, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last. And what thou seest, write in a book, and send it unto the seven churches, which are now in Asia, unto Ephesus, and unto Smyrna, unto Paragos, and unto Thyatira, and unto Sardis, and unto Philadelphia, and unto Laodicea. So, let me read verse number 10 again, but this time from the NIV. From the NIV, John says, On the Lord's day, I was in the Spirit. And I heard behind me a loud voice like a trumpet, which said, and then you know the rest of it, told them to write, so I'm going to leave it at that. I want everybody to just repeat after me, if you will. Humor me for just about five seconds. Repeat after me. Ain't no spirit, Ain't no spirit. like the Holy Ghost Spirit. Because like the Holy Ghost Spirit, the Holy Ghost Spirit. Don't, stop. don't stop. All right, now, repeat after me again. Ain't no high. Like a Holy Spirit high. Because like a, a Holy Spirit high. Don't stop. That's the message for this morning. A Holy Spirit high. Don't stop. Miss Page, I apologize. You know, you talk, you, you, you tried to teach me better when I was an instructor, but you know, sometimes we fall off. A Holy Spirit high, don't stop. If we're willing to be honest, a lot of us know something about getting high. Amen. Oh, folk, quiet now. Okay, I know something about getting high. I know something about getting high. Uh, if, in most cases, for those who may not know, uh, getting high means that somebody is under the influence of something that sends their mind into a uh, 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 unnatural state of excitement. 
or unnatural state of depression, because highs can be high and low. Most of the time, folks get high from abusing drugs or alcohol. Now, that's the wrong way to get high. That's getting high illegally. But we can also get high off of our own adrenaline. You know, sometimes folks say, you know, I'm in love with somebody, and I just, I just think about him and think about her all the time. I feel like I'm walking on cloud. They lying, but that's what they say. <laughs> well, that's, yeah, can let them say the wrong thing to you, see how long that high lasts. But that's that adrenaline high, you know, and, and that's a natural thing. That's a natural, matter of fact, some of y'all not look, don't be ashamed because you're in church. Somebody, anybody remember the group Bloodstone? They had that famous hit, Take to the Sky on a Natural High. Yeah, okay, y'all know what I'm talking about. That's an adrenaline natural high. So, so high is not, getting high is not always the illegal stuff when we, you know, doing that or, or drinking or something we shouldn't be doing. That's not the only kind of high. There's also a natural high. When, when I'm high on drugs or alcohol or adrenaline, uh, human beings or human nature has something to do with when, why I'm high. When I'm high on drugs or alcohol or adrenaline, Human beings or human nature has something to do with why I'm high. Now, I'm sure somebody's thinking right now, why in the world is that crazy horsely talking about getting high in church? I'm going to tell you why. I'm talking about getting high because I want, to, want you to know that there is a supernatural way to get high as well. Amen? Look right here in the book of Revelation, right here in the book of Revelation, written by the apostle John. Let me tell you a little bit about John in case you don't know. John was the only one of Jesus' 12 original apostles who died of old age. He was the only one of the 12 original apostles who died of old age. Now, all the other apostles were moderate, we say, or in other words, they were killed. They were, they were killed. The Roman soldiers uh, put John in a huge tub of boiling water, and they tried to kill him, but God saved his life. So after John didn't die, the Roman government sent him, they put him out on a deserted island called Patmos because they didn't want John to be a living testimony of the power of Jesus Christ. See, he got in trouble for preaching Jesus. And so they put him in that tub of hot water, it didn't kill him. So after that didn't kill him, they said, well, we can't let this man keep walking around here because everybody know what we did to him. God should have been dead, but God saved his life. So they sent him out on this island, this deserted island all by himself so that he wouldn't be a reminder to the people about the power of Jesus Christ. In Revelation chapter 1, verse 10, John says that on the Lord's day, we might call that Sunday. He said on the Lord's day, he was in the spirit. Amen now. He said he was in the spirit when he heard a loud voice like a trumpet telling him to write everything that he was about to see. In the Amplified Version uh, of the Bible, John says that, it says that John was wrapped, R-A-P-T, in the power of the Holy Spirit. That's what it says in the Amplified. It says he was R-A-P-T in the power of the Holy Spirit. Webster's Dictionary defines that word wrapped to mean that you are emotionally carried away. If you are wrapped, R-A-P-T, in something, it means that you are emotionally carried away or you are totally, completely engrossed in it. So in other words, you just caught up in it. You just hung up and caught up in it. Here's my explanation. John was experiencing a Holy Ghost high. John was experiencing a Holy Ghost or a Holy Spirit high. Now, there are other types of high, but think about this. When we are high in the natural sense, most of the time we say that somebody is high on something. 
Amen. You say, well, you, you, he was high because he was high on whatever it was, that drug. He, he was high on alcohol. He was high on adrenaline, you know. But, but in the supernatural, it, John said he was in the spirit. He didn't say he was on anything. He said, I was in the spirit. So John is experiencing a Holy Spirit high. Let me remind us now that this is not the first time that John experienced a Holy Spirit high. The first time was on the day of Pentecost when John and the other apostles and, and over 100 more people were all in an upper room when the Holy Spirit fell on them and gave them his power. That's the first time that John experienced a Holy Spirit high. When John left the upper room, he was on a Holy Spirit high and, and he stayed on that Holy Spirit high until the day that he died. Amen now. There are all kinds of high. But a Holy Spirit high don't stop. If Christians, if you're a Christian and, and you're not on a Holy Spirit high, we need to be. Amen now. We need to be on a Holy Spirit high. Where we're on a Holy Spirit or in a Holy Spirit high, we will defeat every enemy and every weapon that is formed against us. When we are experiencing, we we're in the Spirit and on a Holy Spirit high, we will defeat every enemy, because we're going to have some, and every weapon that's formed against us. I know that's right because the first epistle of John, chapter 4, verse 4, says that greater is he that is in me than what? He that is in the world. Who's the he that's in me? God, the Holy Spirit. So greater is the Holy Spirit in me than who's in the world? The devil. So every enemy and every weapon formed against us, if you're a Christian, if you're in the spirit, if you're on that Holy Spirit high, you will defeat every enemy and you will overcome every weapon that's formed against you. But without the power from being high in the Holy Spirit, Christians are just like anybody else walking around. Say it again. Without the power from being high in the Holy Spirit, we're just like everybody else walking around, breathing God's air. Let me prove it. On Monday, we'll be complaining, just like everybody else. Some of us complain today. On Tuesday, we'll be criticizing, just like everybody else. Got something to say about everybody. Don't nobody do nothing right but you. Don't nobody know nothing but you. Everybody else crazy. You know it all. Just like everybody else. Now, this is when we're not in the Holy Spirit, not, on a Holy, not in a Holy Spirit house. On Wednesday, we're lying. We're going to lie. Didn't you tell me that, um, didn't you tell me that uh, you paid for that car last week? Yeah, that's why I tell you. What about it? Well, why I see you down at the Long Shark making, giving them money back? That ain't your business. Be lying on Wednesday, just like everybody else. Thursday, plotting and scheming. Plotting and scheming, we can do that. We can plot and scheme now. Girl, you know, all we got to do. Man, I don't like that Negro no way. You know what we ought to do? We ought to go down there and tell the man on his job. We'll do it just like everybody. That's, that's when you're not in the Holy Spirit. When you're not in a Holy Spirit, uh, high. This is what we do Friday, laying up. Amen. I know we're in church, but let's tell the truth. Sometimes we do stuff we ain't got no business doing just like everybody. This is when you're not in the Holy Spirit. This is when you're not in the Holy Spirit. Saturday, getting high on the wrong thing. Getting high on the wrong thing, Steve. 
Just like everybody else, this is what happens when we're not in the Holy Spirit. Uh, 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 Sunday, sleeping in church. Amen. Come to church. Look good, dress good, but we're sleeping. I don't care what that Negro talking about. Just hurry up and let me do my hour and a half, hour and 45 minutes, let me go home. Christians need to be high in the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit high don't stop. We need to remember, let me get real to you now, we need Christians, we need to remember, it was the Holy Spirit who led Jesus into the wilderness for 40 days to be tempted by the devil. And it was the Holy Spirit who gave Jesus the power to resist the devil. You go read it for yourself. Jesus in the desert was high in the Holy Spirit. When we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, we receive the Holy Spirit and his power. The Holy Spirit is our comforter. The Holy Spirit is our counselor. The Holy Spirit tells us the truth. The Holy Spirit gives us wisdom and knowledge. You can find that in the Gospel of St. John, chapters 14, 15, and 16. The Holy Spirit produces in us spiritual fruit. You can find that in the book of Galatians, chapter 5. The Holy Spirit gives us spiritual gifts. You can find that in the book of 1 Corinthians 12 and the book of Romans 12. The Holy Spirit is the Christian's supernatural advantage in this morally lost biologically confused and spiritually dying world. The Holy Spirit is the Christian's supernatural. Man ain't got nothing to do with this. The Holy Spirit is the Christian's supernatural advantage in this morally lost, biologically confused, and spiritually dying world. My brothers and my sisters in Christ, we need to recognize that we are in a constant battle with supernatural forces that our human eyes don't see. Just because we don't see it don't mean it ain't there. Amen now. I'm not, it's not my opinion. Book of Ephesians, chapter 6, verse 12, from the NIV, from the New International Bible. It says, for our struggle is not, y'all heard this before, our struggle is not against flesh and blood. We're not just fighting against other people. Amen. Our struggle is against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world and against the supernatural spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. That's who we're really fighting against. Not fighting against each other. We're fighting against the devil. Amen now. I'm going to tell you why. We are doing that because this verse is talking about the devil and his demon spirits. The devil was an angel. He got cocky. He got arrogant. He decided he was going to be God, sit on the throne. God kicked him out of heaven. And it says that a third of the angels that God had created got kicked out with him. In other words, they plotted and schemed and lied and decided they were going to do a, 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 a insurrection, you know, and take over heaven. The Lord kicked them out. So the devil and a third of the angels are now evil demon spirits. The devil hates all humanity. I wish unsaved people could see that. I wish unsaved people could understand the devil is trying to kill them. He's not just trying to kill Christians. He's trying to kill unsaved people too. The devil hates all human life. Why does the devil hate all humanity? He hates all humanity because God loves all humanity. 
God loves everybody. Whether you saved or unsaved, God loves you. God created us in his own image. God made human beings just a little lower than the angels. We have a place of authority above the devil himself. And that's why he hates us, because God loves all humanity. Amen now. If your soul is not saved by Jesus, the devil can attack you. But when you're saved and high in the Holy Spirit, the devil can do us no harm. Amen. When you are saved and you are high in the Holy Spirit, the devil can't do nothing with you. We know that because we know there's a hedge protection around us. Amen now. So stay in the Holy Spirit. And stay in a Holy Ghost, Holy Spirit high because a, a Holy Spirit high don't stop. I'm going to share three reasons why Christians need to stay uh, high in the Holy Spirit, and then I'm going to be finished. Reason number one, when we're high in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit helps us to obey Jesus. That's reason number one. The Holy Spirit helps us to obey Jesus. Again, I'm going to refer back to a scripture I already shared with you. The first epistle of John, the first letter of John, chapter 4, verse 1, says that greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. John tells us right here in Revelation uh, 1 and 9 through 11, the reason he was on that island was because he was preaching the gospel. That's the reason why he got put on the island in the first place. Because even, and John knew his life was in danger. John knew that he could be killed for talking about Jesus and preaching the gospel. And yet he was bold enough to do it anyway. He was obedient to the Holy Spirit. Amen. So when we are in the Holy Spirit and we're high in the Holy Spirit, we, he helps us to obey Jesus. Reason number two, when we're high in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit allows us to hear from Jesus. That's reason number two. The Holy Spirit allows us to hear from Jesus. The Gospel of John, John's Gospel, chapter 16, verse 13. Jesus told the apostles that when the Holy Spirit will come, said he's not going to tell you anything he doesn't hear. He's going to only, matter of fact, he's going to only tell you what he hears. And then he's going to tell you the truth, right? So, we hear from Jesus when we're in the Holy Spirit. That voice that we hear, and I talked about how the Holy Spirit will tell us what to do and what not to do and guide us and direct us. That's really Jesus speaking through us, speaking to us through the Holy Spirit. Because Jesus is with us now and in, in, dwelling in us as opposed to when he was walking on the earth. He went away and now the Holy Spirit is Jesus in us. So reason number two, when we're high in the Holy Spirit, it allows us to hear from Jesus. And then Number three, when we're high in the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit reminds us to trust Jesus. Amen. That's from St. John chapter 14, verse 26. The Holy Spirit reminds us to, to trust Jesus. Jesus told the apostles that the Holy Spirit, the spirit of truth, would, would remind them of everything that he had taught them. If the Holy Spirit is reminding you of everything Jesus taught you, that's going to increase your confidence in Jesus. Amen. I'll never leave you nor forsake you. I can do all things through Christ that strengthen me. Uh, my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. So when the Holy Spirit is reminding us of what Jesus said and of reminding us just about Jesus generally, it increases our trust in Jesus. So again, when we're high in the Holy Spirit, number one, Holy Spirit helps us to obey Jesus. Number two, the Holy Spirit allows us to hear Jesus. 
And number three, the Holy Spirit reminds us to trust Jesus. Matthew 24 and 42, and we talked about this a little bit. We touched on it just a little bit in Sunday school this morning. Tells us that no man, no human being knows the day or the hour, what, when Jesus is coming back. Nobody knows when the Lord Jesus is going to come back for his church. But if we're high in the Holy Spirit, Tammy, if we're high in that Holy Spirit, it won't matter what day or time it comes. Because why? We're going to be ready. We're going to be ready. It doesn't matter what day or time Jesus comes. If we're high in the Holy Spirit, it won't matter because we will be ready. If Jesus comes back on a Monday, I pray he'll find us meditating on his word, reading his word, Watching and listening to good teaching on TV or radio, uh, listening to gospel music. If Jesus comes back on Tuesday, I pray he'll find us testifying, telling somebody about how good God has been to us and telling them that God will be good to them, too, if they'll just give their lives to him. If Jesus comes back on a Wednesday, I pray that he'll find us doing a spiritual self-checkup. In other words, I'm looking at my own life. And comparing it to God's word and asking God to fix the things that are wrong with me. I'm not looking at Brother Eugene's life. Amen. I'm not, I'm not looking at a Deacon Squire's life. I'm looking at my own life. I'm saying, Lord, examine me. Clean my heart. Clean my mind. Fix me, Lord, so I can serve you better. If Jesus comes back on a Thursday, I pray that he'll find us praising God for all his blessings. Thanking God for life. Thanking God for family. Yes, yeah, some of them crazy, but thank God for them anyway. Because you know what? They say you the crazy one too. So we got to pray, praise God, thank him for each other. Amen. Thanking God for my friends. Thanking God for my enemies. Why would I thank God for my enemies? Because my enemies are who God uses to show me how much he loves me. My enemies are the one God uses to prove his power. My enemies are the ones that keep me on my knees and let me see the glory of the Lord when I just be still and let the Lord fight my battles. If the Lord Jesus comes back on a Thursday, I pray he'll find us witnessing and inviting people and asking folks to come to church on Sunday. Amen now. We ought to ask folk to come to church. We're not, we shouldn't ask folks to come to church because we got a good choir. That's a great reason if that's the case, but that's not what, why we should be asking. We don't need to ask people to come to church because we got a beautiful sanctuary. That's fine. Thank the Lord for that. We don't need to ask folks to come to church uh, be, uh, because uh, we got Deacon so-and-so there, and he can send a prayer up to heaven. That's a wonderful thing. We don't need to ask people to come to church because our preacher is dynamic, or we think nobody preaches better than her, nobody preaches better than him. That's all good. We should ask folks to come to church because we want them to come into God's house and be in the Lord's presence. Knowing that and believing that when they get here, the power of the Holy Spirit will have his way with them. Even an unsaved person coming into the house of the Lord, the Lord can turn their life around just like that. If the Lord comes back on a Sunday, I pray he finds us worshiping God right here in his sanctuary. Shouting hallelujah! Because God, I'm, I give you the glory that you rightly deserve. I'm, I'm in the house of the Lord one more time. And I know I didn't wake myself this morning. I, I know I didn't feed myself this morning. I know I didn't clothe myself this morning. Lord, I know you did it. And I thank you, Lord. You protected me all the rest of last week from danger seen and unseen. Brought me back to the house of worship one more time. God, I thank you. I pray that no matter what day. The Lord Jesus comes back. If we're high 
in the spirit, high in the Holy Spirit, we'll be ready. Stay in the spirit. Stay in a Holy Spirit high. Because a Holy Spirit high don't stop. Amen now. Don't stop. And while we're thanking the Lord for the Holy Spirit, we always have to thank the Lord for Jesus. Because without Jesus, there'd be no Holy Spirit. Jesus is the reason that we now have the Holy Spirit. The power of the Holy Spirit is actually the power of Jesus Christ. It's the power of Jesus in the person now that when he went away, he sent the Holy Spirit back to be with us, to dwell within us. So I got to say thank you, God, for Jesus. Thank you for the one who loved me enough to let folks cuss him. Thank you for the one who loved me enough to let folks slap him. Thank you for the one that loved me enough to let folk lie on him. Thank you for the one that loved me enough to let folk pull his, his beard out of his face. Thank you for the one that loved me enough to let him take him outside and beat him half to death. Every stripe that he took, he saw every one of us in this sanctuary. Don't believe me, read the word. He died for all of us. Even those who are unsaved, Jesus died for them too. Thank you for the one that was willing to carry a 300-pound cross halfway up a hill because he knew he was going to die for me. Thank you for the one that let them put stakes in his hand and stakes in his feet, but he didn't say a mumbling word. Thank you for the one that was willing to let them pierce him in his side. Thank you for his blood that washes away all my sins. Thank you for the one that gave up the ghost and then he stayed in a borrowed tomb Friday. Stayed in a borrowed tomb Saturday, but early on Sunday morning. Thank you for the one. Thank you for Jesus that he got up just like the Father said he'd get up. Got up just like he said he would get up. Got up with all power in his hand in heaven, on earth, even under the earth. Jesus has all power. I thank you for Jesus. Jesus is the one. Jesus is the one who paid the sacrifice so every one of us could be saved. And you know what? Not just so we could be saved when we die. Jesus is the one, bringing it back to where I started, who made it possible for us to have the Holy Spirit. Without the Holy Spirit, we'd be nothing. But Jesus said, I'm not going to leave y'all comfortless. He knew that he wouldn't be walking around this earth in 2020. He said, I don't need to be. I'm going to ask the Father to send you all the Holy Spirit. And he's going to be in you. So every one of us, now, I will, and, I, and, I, and I really hope, if you don't hear anything else I say today, I hope this sinks into your spiritual heart. You've got to understand when you're saved, you represent Jesus. The Holy Spirit is Jesus in you. So everywhere you go, you're walking around like Jesus. You got some Jesus in you. And I pray that we really appreciate what that means. We're not perfect. We're never going to be perfect. But we can't use not being perfect as an excuse not to try to live right. Tell your church family talking to myself we can't use we can't use not being perfect as an excuse to not want to try to live the way the Lord has taught us to live and when the Holy Spirit is in us and we're high in the Holy Spirit we'll see it it'll manifest it's in us it's gonna come out of us 
we'll be a blessing to people. We'll be a blessing to people. We'll be a blessing to each other in the church, but we'll bless this world. The Lord said that he always, the Lord told Elijah, when Elijah ran away from Mount Carmel after he had defeated those, uh, those, those false prophets and slayed every one of them, Elijah killed them himself. Then Jezebel sent the word, about the same time tomorrow, I'm going to do to you exactly what you did to those, those 400 and some odd prophets of Baal. In other words, I'm going to kill you just like you killed them. Elijah got scared ran off. And while he was running off, he was down by the brook. And he told the Lord, he said, Lord, it's too much. I'm depressed. Lord God, I don't, you know, I stood for you. I did what I was supposed to, Lord. Look at where I am now, Lord. It's too much. And I, I just want to give up because I'm the only one left. The Lord said, no, Elijah, that's not true. He said, I always have a remnant. Matter of fact, he said he had 7,000 that had not bent their knee. He said, I'm always have a remnant in the earth realm so that my power and my glory will always be visible. Y'all know what? We're that remnant. We're that remnant. Not perfect people, but perfected people because we put our faith in Jesus. Not for what we've done or will do, but because we trust him and we'll let him use us through God the Holy Spirit. Amen now. So if you don't remember anything else, you a little Jesus. You got some Jesus in you. But it's Jesus the Holy Spirit. You got Jesus in you. Let that, let that come to your mind. And next time you get ready to say something or think something, do something that you know is wrong. And again, we human Lord knows folk can say things and do things and things get on our nerves. I understand that. But before we just go off the way we used to go off, just remind yourself, I got Jesus in me. And the Holy Spirit say, I got you. Don't say that. Say this. Don't go there. Stay home. Or go here. Amen. Don't react that way. Just be quiet. Or just say a kind word in return. And when you do that, God will fight your battles. You let folk, you, you do what the Lord tells you to do. Let folk keep messing with you, see what happened to them. I'm a witness he'll do it. And some of you all too, come on, let's give the Lord a hand praise. All right.